episode of Talking with Bungie, the Death by Bungie podcast again. I am Rich Wilson. I'm the host of Death by Bungie on the YouTubes, and I am your host for Talking with Bungie. Bungie is my crossbow. We just completed pretty much our 12th season here. I'm recording this podcast on January 14th, I believe, 2022. Started hunting with Bungie in 2010, so it's been a long and fun ride with that crossbow. We've moved on to more modern crossbows, of course, but Bungie's still going to go out there and tackle a deer, tackle a bear, tackle a boar, you know, whatever we decide to do, I guess. That crossbow still functions perfectly. That 2010 Excalibur Axiom that I bought back way back in 2010, that crossbow still functional today. And for that reason, I think that's a good segue into today's topic. Excalibur's 2022 releases, what it means for us as crossbow hunters, and what it means for Excalibur as a crossbow manufacturer. Kind of interesting. This is the time of year here in January where we start seeing some new crossbow models trickle in, right? We've seen already in December, I think we saw 10 point release their new 505 feet per second model. That's a pretty exciting crossbow, actually. I'm, I do like that crossbow. I've watched a few videos on it. Maybe I'll do a podcast on that and talk about that and my reactions to that as well. But Excalibur released all of theirs here recently, released some live videos, and have released three new models this year. Pretty interesting stuff. I'll start with. The Twin Strike that they released, which I don't consider that a new model. It appears to be pretty much, there's a few differences, but it appears to be pretty much the same Twin Strike that they released last year, except it's black. <laughs> okay, so it's a tactical Twin Strike. I am a little confused as to where Excalibur's going with this thing. I mean, it came out last year, and New Jersey quickly moved to make it illegal to hunt with. You can't hunt with one of those in New Jersey, for example. Other states did not follow suit, to my knowledge. I'm not aware of other states banning that for hunting purposes, but that might be coming. Who knows? If they become popular, it certainly will become more of an agenda on different states. They will start discussing it, I'm sure. I don't know how many of these crossbows they sold. I don't know how popular a model it is, but that is something that they might be dealing with down the road. It's possible that this is just isn't a functional model to be selling because it just won't be legal to hunt with. However, they do list on their website, if you go to Excalibur's website, I think it's ExcaliburCrossbows.com, a dual fire series. It's listed as a series of crossbows. Now, it's been that way for a year. They've had it that way on their website for a year. But as for it being a series, I don't see any other models released. They just have this one, and you can get it in black or in camo. So that seems odd to me that they're referring to it as a series. That sort of suggests that Excalibur views the Twin Strike model as something there's going to be a lot of them, right? That they're going to be making these things down the road. Maybe we'll have matrix limb ones, and we'll have micro limb ones, and we'll have really fast ones and slower ones, and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Built-in cranks like the Assassin, the Assassin Twin Strike series will be one. I don't know. I don't know. But that almost seemed as though they were leaving the door open for that, but then a year goes by, and they don't release a new one. I'm also a little bit concerned, honestly, that they released a tactical 
crossbow. When I heard that they were doing that, I got a little bit nervous because Excalibur crossbows are designed for hunters, and that's one of their selling points. These are durable, functional, practical crossbows to go out there and kill animals with. These are not really crossbows to go have a whole bunch of fun in the backyard and show your buddies how accurate you are at 100 yards. I'm not saying you can't shoot a target at 100 yards with an Excalibur crossbow. Of course you can. You can be very accurate out to 100 yards. They even have 100-yard reticles now in their scopes. But they aren't really, these are not competitive shooting crossbows, right? These, that's, we'll leave that to the missions and the gearhead archery folks, right? If you go to a competitive archery shooting competition, uh, crossbow shooting competition, you're not going to see any Excaliburs there. You're going to see other manufacturers there like Mission and all those other ones. Those are crossbows really that are designed more for shooting at targets, right? They aren't the ones that you drag behind your truck and let them tip over and fall out of your tree stand and all that kind of stuff and expect them to perform day after day after day, 12 years like the original Bungie. They aren't necessarily known for that. I'm not saying they can't be used for hunting. Of course they can, but they aren't necessarily designed first and foremost with that in mind. For Excalibur to suddenly be going a tactical route makes you know, a guy that likes Excalibur a little nervous, right? I mean, why are we talking about tactical crossbows? Let's stick to the hunting crossbows. I'm all for a black crossbow. You know that. The slick black Cadillac. The 2021 Deathstalker 420. That is Bungie the third. Bungie 3.0. The slick black Cadillac is what I've been calling it. And it's a real slick looking machine. Modern, more modern looking crossbow. And black suits that perfectly. Black is great in a blind. You can't beat it. Camo really doesn't make much sense in a blind, right? But if you hunt out of a hunting blind, a pop-up blind, black is a good color to have for a crossbow. And on a smaller crossbow, it looks pretty good in a tree stand too. So there's room for that, I guess. But And it doesn't look as tactical um, as I was concerned it was going to be. It doesn't have like a fold-down tripod and all the other tactical paraphernalia on it or anything like that. So that's nice. I mean, I stick to the hunting stuff. That's what Excalibur should do, in my opinion. Their next offering, going on to the next one, they actually released three crossbows, so we'll go on to number two here. This is interesting. Not sure it really bodes well for the future of Excalibur or it moves the ball forward for them, unless they're trying to stay around 2010 speeds with a 305 feet per second crossbow, the Mag Air. They released that. Now, the Mag series, if we look back, replaced the Axe series. The Axe series, apparently Excalibur came out with an Axe crossbow and didn't even realize that there was another crossbow company that referred to their crossbows as Axes. So they had to change it to the Mag series. And those are reserved for like the three, there's a Mag 340, for example, that is a very popular crossbow right now. It's the cheaper crossbows. It's really, okay, until recently here, the mags, I consider them kind of the modern version of the Axiom, right? The original Bungie, that 2010 crossbow. The 2010 Bungie was an Axiom, and then when they came out with this more uh, modern version of it, again, not real fast, we're, we're talking 340 feet per second on the high end, they called that the Axe, which I believe was a shortened version of the term of the word Axiom to make it a more just to sort of harken back to that new, make it a new version of that older model, to refer to that older model and keep it kind of in the name. 
kind of a neat, neat idea. The Mag Air is a lighter version of that same lower end model of Excalibur. Bungie, of course, was the lower end model. It was the cheapest Excalibur you could buy back in 2010. I paid $550, I think, for arrows and a cocking rope and a scope and the crossbow and a you know, everything you need to get out there and start shooting deer. And I actually killed deer my first season with that cheap little package. And that's really what convinced me, man, you know, that if it weren't for that success that I'd had with that much ease that first season, I probably wouldn't be sitting here talking to you today on a podcast. I wouldn't have written my book, The Death by Bungie Crossbow Story, Confessions of a crossbow hunter. That book details my introduction to crossbow hunting and 10 years, a whole decade of my journey as a crossbow hunter, my evolution as a crossbow hunter, the first 10 years of it anyway. A new book's coming out actually. I'm working on a book now that'll be out hopefully this summer and that book will detail the last two years of crossbow hunting as Genevieve and I took to the woods with our crossbows as I've moved to a new crossbow and upgraded to a more modern crossbow. And all of that will be an interesting read, I think. That one's going to have a lot of good information for crossbow hunters. But back to the Mag Air, the specs on this bad boy, 305 feet per second. Now that's Excalibur sticking to the 350 grain arrow. I don't know anybody that really wants to hunt with a 350 grain arrow by choice. I mean, if you go out there and you're picking an arrow weight, you probably don't start with 350 grains and think, yeah, that's perfect for whitetail. Uh, it can get the job done. Keep in mind that with the original bungee, almost every deer I ever shot, I shot with a 350, 362 grain arrow, depending on what knock I was using. 100 grain broadhead, that sort of thing. If you want to keep the speeds up on those older, slower crossbows, you kind of have to use that lighter equipment. And the downside of that is you don't get the penetration, you don't get the momentum numbers, right? The slugs of momentum that we're after. But nonetheless, it can be done, right? You put 150 grain broadhead on those 350 grain arrows. All of a sudden now we're up to a total arrow weight of about 400 grains, a little bit heavier if you go with a heavier knock with the lighted knocks that I prefer. But you're still, if, you know, I think if you're hunting white-tailed deer with anything over 400, you're probably doing pretty good. You're in the ballpark of where you want to be for momentum numbers with modern crossbows. However, if you do the math on an older, on, I should say, not older, <laughs> a brand new mag air that starts out at 305 feet per second, you're going to be, you know, with that 150-grain broadhead, you're down to 280 already. You are already shooting slower than almost every compound bow out there. Think about that. Think about that. Almost every compound bow manufacturer right now offers compound bows, vertical bows, right? Those guys are all shooting faster than you with your brand new crossbow. That's what you get now for $579.99 U.S. money from Excalibur. You get a crossbow, a crossbow that shoots slower than almost all the new compound bows. Compound bows, obviously, depends on how long your arms are and what gadgets you put on your compound bow and all that stuff. It gets real complicated. They advertise max speeds pretty much that, well, crossbows pretty much advertise max speeds too, but they 
pretty much are almost unattainable speeds that are advertised because they're all set to some guy who's six foot four and real long arms and all that jazz. So they off the shelf when you get it customized for you and you get out there in the backyard, you're not shooting as fast as what is advertised almost ever. Most people are not with those compound bows. It's a little different with crossbows because in the hands of anyone, it should still shoot 305 feet per second with a 350 grain arrow if that was the weight that was used to attain that advertised speed. The problem is, man, that is slow by modern standards. 305 feet per second, not 300, not 300, mind you, but 305. We're breaking the 300 foot per second barrier in 2022. The same year when 10 point released a crossbow that shoots 505 feet per second, breaks the 500 feet per second barrier. I saw a comment on somewhere on Facebook or on YouTube, someone laughing about the the extra five feet per second when 10 point released the 505 laughing about that saying, Oh, you know, they beat Raven by five feet per second. I can't wait for the, the 507 or the 510 feet per second crossbow. Excalibur's always tacked that extra five feet per second on there, haven't they? I mean, they've made a career out of this. Bungie shoots 305. There's a, a Matrix 355. There are, uh, there's a 335 micro, for example, I think, stuff like that. They've always had that five feet per second tacked on there. And that's fine. I mean, that's just their thing. But this is not, now this is a, this does, this crossbow does have its own interesting features, its own things that it can offer you, okay? Uh, a few observations. It's slow, but man, it's really, really light. They advertise it as, as when it's fully accessorized, it's one pound lighter than most of the competitors' bows. That's with the scope on there. Now, that's not with a Twilight DLX scope on there. I think that Twilight DLX scope of mine weighs as much as the new Bungie 3.0 by, on its own. It's a pretty, pretty heavy scope when you've got that larger bell on there to get more light in and have the low light performance. This scope that comes on this mag air is a pretty cheapo scope from what I have read. It's actually referred to as a fixed power scope. It's both a power scope and fixed. Go figure. But it's probably the cheapest scope you can get on an Excalibur crossbow, very much similar to what came on the original Bungie back in 2010. My thoughts on that are that that's fine if they're keeping the price down. If you want to get into crossbow hunting, you want to shoot something in the backyard, this is a good crossbow to do it with. Can you kill deer with a mag air? Sure, you can kill deer with a mag air. Because again, this crossbow, in a lot of ways... It's a modern bungee, right? 305 feet per second. The same thing that bungee shot way back in 2010, 12 years ago. So we're shooting 12-year-old speeds, and that's important to me. Uh, I'll get to that as we're talking further in this podcast. But 305 feet per second for a modern crossbow isn't going to do it for me. But you do have bungee speeds in a very small micro package. Very small by Excalibur standards. It is not at all small by Killer Instinct or Raven or pretty much anybody else's standards. Okay, This is a small crossbow by Excalibur standards and it has 25-inch wide limbs. The mag air should be much smaller and easier to maneuver and that is light. Wow, I think it was like 5 pounds, something like that. Pretty cool. So there, it's kind of interesting. It's only 134-pound draw weight also. Which, this is on the Excalibur website. I, I'm reading my notes, but I, I made a note here. That's an odd number. 
And man, is that an odd number. I'm going to complain about Excalibur. You know, that's why Bungie, I'm not affiliated with Excalibur. I shot an Excalibur crossbow for over a decade, and people were all upset when I switched and got rid of a, an Excalibur. I didn't get rid of an Excalibur. I'll never get rid of the Excalibur. My, that's not going anywhere. Bungie, I even killed a bear with that crossbow this year. That crossbow's not going anywhere. But I do need, in order to be more accessible as a podcast, more accessible as a video producer, I do need access to modern crossbow speed so that I can accurately, thoroughly discuss the impacts of modern technology, right? you got to have some experience with it in order to be able to share and further crossbow hunting with you, to share that information with you. So i got to know what I'm talking about. So you got to get a faster crossbow, really. It just had to happen in order for Death by Bungie to continue to grow. You get stagnant shooting the same thing at the same deer, in the same place, in the same tree stand, out of the same blinds, at the same apple tree, all the time. It's great. You can do that forever. It's functional. It's practical. But is it best for entertainment purposes or information purposes? No. You know, you really need to grow and challenge yourself. So new equipment helps you do that. I wrote down, however, and so when I complain about Excalibur, please don't think that it's, I'm not bashing Excalibur. I'm not saying I'll never buy another Excalibur necessarily. I, this doesn't, well, we'll get to that later in this podcast as to why I, you know, there is hope for Excalibur, but I'm going to give you the good with the bad too. I think you deserve that. I think you want that from me in terms of my opinions. Not any crossbow manufacturer is perfect across the board. Scorpid, who makes the Bungie 3.0 here, the Scorpid Deathstalker, and then quit making the Scorpid Deathstalker this year. They don't even offer that one, uh, the 420 anymore, which is odd. That was like their flagship for a while. But times change. It's a tried, true, tested design. That's awesome. But Scorpid, you can't go try one out at a store. Well, that's not a selling point. Here, send us 2000 bucks. we'll send you a crossbow, or 1500 bucks, whatever it is. But you don't get to try one out first. You know, that's not great for Scorpid. So I'm, I'm going to give you the good with the bad, okay? I love the Scorpid, don't get me wrong. But that's a downside of it, okay? And I'll do another one on the Scorpids if you want. I'll give you my, I, I do intend to do a video on the Scorpid now that I've used it for a full season. So I'll, I'll, there's more on that coming. Back to the Excalibur, Rich. Come on, stay on track here. I get going on these tangents, but I wrote down that 134-pound draw weight advertised on the Excalibur website is an odd number. Why is that an odd number? I never heard of an like 134-pound draw weight. It's a low number, 134 pounds, but this is a 305 feet per second crossbow. I get that. So that number isn't too shocking, but it, it's a four, right? A 134, not 135, not 130. Most of the draw weights are 280. 285. Most of the draw weights are 260. Bungie is a 175, not a 174, a 175 pound draw weight. It just seems odd. And I wrote down that it's an odd number because Xcal's website specs these days are really, really poor. <laughs> you can't find out real information. You really got to dig if it's on there and you pretty much can't get what you want from Excalibur anymore. Draw weights, I don't know the draw weights on the other model that we're going to talk about here, the next one, because it's not on their website, okay? And I have seen, if you look back at the Twin Strike, that I remember when I was, and I haven't checked that recently, but their website actually listed the draw weight of that as 356 pounds or something, which, 
was impossible because 356 pounds, it almost made it sound like that was both limbs pulling at the same time, both sets of limbs, all four limbs pulled at the same time. Never heard of a crossbow with a 356-pound draw weight. I suspected it was 265. They got numbers mixed up. It wasn't corrected for like a whole year. I I just never, never liked it. Then you go on Cabela's website, for example, or something, or Sportsman's Warehouse, whatever, and those other outfits that sold that crossbow would give you a draw weight of 285, okay, or 265 or whatever. That draw weight certainly was not commensurate with the speeds you were getting out of that crossbow. It's a 355 feet per second or whatever crossbow. So it was weird. It was just a weird thing. And most of their specs on the website now, Excalibur, list like draw effort instead of draw weight. It's a 17-pound draw effort, they'll tell you. Well, that's with a crank, right? That's that moving that little crank with your right hand, twisting that thing, feels like 17 pounds, okay? I don't care about that. I, that doesn't tell give me numbers that I need to calculate kinetic energy and all the other things I want to play around with. I can't do that with draw effort. I need to know the draw weight, okay? I need to know the power stroke. How far is that string drawn back? They don't even list that anymore on most of the models. So Excalibur, really, they're not helping me out. And this isn't just Excalibur. I, I, I struggle with this on all the manufacturers. They all leave something out. Not consistent. They should have, like, if I were them, I would have, like, a spreadsheet or a table set up and all of that information on each one of them would be the same and in the same place on each model. Instead, each one is drafted like a separate entry on their website, and it gets different things neglected in each entry. Enough of that rant. but So I don't have a lot of specs for you to discuss. That's something I've got to wait for Cabela's to start selling these and doing a proper review of them. And I have gathered some information from some of the reviews on this next model we're going to talk about. Nice thing about that, though, either way, I'm pretty confident you can rope cock this bad boy. I like rope cocking a crossbow. I greatly prefer it to the cranks and all that business. Not a fan of the cranks, as you know. But nonetheless, you could rope cock this crossbow and still shoot bungee-esque speeds, right? That's pretty cool. Another cool thing about this, well, I don't know if it's cool. I kind of like it. Um, It's only available in black. Now, it's not referred to as a tactical or anything like that. It's just only available in black. You can't get a a camo one, which is interesting, almost as though that's a new thing for Excalibur. They're toying around with these black crossbows. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with that. But that's if they want to do that, then by all means, you know. Um, One last thing. You can put the Charger EXT on it. It does look as though you could put your crank on it off your other Excalibur crossbows. It does look like the stock supports that, according to the pictures. It's got a common stock on it and a real good-looking stock. It's a good-looking little crossbow, to be honest with you. So this one would be neat. If you're looking for a backup crossbow, maybe that's what it would be for. It could be your only crossbow. There's no doubt about that, right? It's totally sufficient to be your only crossbow. You're not going to be using fancy mechanical broadheads on this bad boy and shooting right through the shoulder of a big old buck with it. However, I've been there. I've tried that. I've struggled with it. You're not going to be taking 30-yard shots, maybe even 20-yard shots, without those deer ducking the string at these speeds. This crossbow is meant for close-up stuff. 150 grain broadhead, probably the bolt cutter shooting 20 yards and under. That's what you really should be doing with this crossbow. And it's a perfectly good crossbow for that. If that's the way you hunt, look at this crossbow. It's nice and light. That's awesome, right? But nice and light, actually, there's a lot of 
nice and light crossbows out there today, but this one is exceptionally light from what I'm reading, okay? Pretty cool, pretty cool. One thing on the cranks, I'm reading my notes here, it's hard for me to make sense of what I, my handwriting, but I had written down a little note here that I had heard the Excalibur was releasing a new crank this year. I do not see one on their website and didn't see one in their uh, public releases. A new crank, uh, the, the EXT is a decent crank, I don't think that that's a problem, and uh, but I think that I know what they're referring to with the new crank. There is a little bit of a problem with decocking on their new models. How's that for a suspenseful segue into this next one? Okay. The Micro 380 turning the page. Ooh, the Micro 380. This is an interesting crossbow. This one I really like. Okay, I really do like this. There's a couple things I don't like about it. But when we talk about a crank, this new crossbow and their new models, they're going to a new knock, as you know, the Rhino knock. That Rhino knock, there is a little notch in it, 360 degrees around the knock. It looks just like the other Excalibur flat knocks, except it's got this little ridge carved out of it. And that ridge is intended to accept this little ball that pops down out of the top of the trigger housing, whatever you want to call it, pops down in there and sort of holds the arrow in place. Now, you're probably thinking what I did. Rich, isn't the arrow retention spring supposed to hold the arrow in place? Yep, it is. Well, why do I need this little ball to pop down and also do that? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know why that is necessary. I suspect... That Excalibur is of the opinion that a lot of their limb issues are the result of partial dry fires, where people do not have their arrow pushed all the way back up against the string, and where, or where people do not have the arrow properly seated, where it has eased its way forward. Okay, I know manufacturers struggle with that and have different solutions. They have brushes that hold the arrows in place on some some manufacturers' models, that kind of thing. Um, Scorpid has videos about how to re-tighten up your arrow retention finger there. Uh, you know, I've never had an issue with that, to be honest with you. On the original bungee, that arrow is sitting flush every time. I reach down every once in a while and put a little tension on it when I'm hunting with that crossbow, push it back to make sure it's still seated properly. Never had an issue, 100% of the time. I mean, I've had issues with... The original bungee, don't get me wrong. I have dry fired that crossbow five times. So I've had problems with that, but none of them were related to properly seating the arrow. I do not believe that's the case, but an issue for me. But that nonetheless can be the res result in a uh, partial dry fire and some limb issues. And I think that Excalibur wants to make sure that you can't fire that crossbow unless that little ball has popped down into that little ridge. Well, good for them. That's great. No problem. The problem is that that creates a decocking issue. Now that little ball, it's part of the anti-dry fire. So from what I have read, this new crossbow, the Micro 380, will require a separate style of decocking device. Now all of a sudden, whether you can use the same crank or not, I'm not sure. That's something that's going to be, we're going to have to wait for the videos on YouTube and all that stuff. Um, I'm making this, there's very little about these crossbows out there yet. I've scoured the internet. Okay. 
on January 14th. Scoured the internet and haven't really found an awful lot on these, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm very interested in this crossbow. But we're kind of getting away from the simplicity of Excalibur, aren't we, if we have to carry with us a separate piece of equipment to decock the crossbow. To me, it was bad enough when you started to have to carry a crank, right? I always had the rope. I uncock it with the rope. I cock it with the rope. The rope stays right on the crossbow. That was the simplicity personified to me. That's perfect. Genevieve's crossbow, now you got to have the crank. If you don't have the crank, you're out of luck, right? So that's a problem. Then we have these modern ones. Now you're saying I have to have the crank and a separate device to take care of this anti-dry fire stuff. And Genevieve's, when you use the crank to decock hers, you have to do some gymnastics there to push the anti-dry fire in and pull the trigger and decock and make sure it doesn't get away from you, blah, 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 and work the little levers on the cocking device. It's a complicated mess, way more complicated than you know. I really want to get into. I don't want to be doing that. I, I mean, not, not with an Excalibur. When the original Excalibur didn't have to do that, right? Bungie doesn't have any of that gadgetry but the matrix the, excuse me the matrix 380 that actually is a segue into the other thing i want to talk about about this micro 380 now it's shooting 380 feet per second right 350 grain arrow so we know that much about this we also know it's a micro 25 inches wide limbs pretty cool but i wrote down here it's not a matrix Ooh, why is that important matrix was the 30 inch wide limb series of excalibur crossbows that they released years and years ago where they went from the original Axiom size, the original size of all the crossbows, the 36-inch wide limbs, gargantuan, right? Giant crossbows, the world's largest crossbows. Then we got the Matrix series, which is the 30-inch wide, right? And I suspect when they made the Matrix, they knew that that was not the smallest they could make. I suspect they knew they could make micros because they didn't name the matrix a micro they named it a matrix and then they come out with the micro at 25 inches wide uncocked then they call that the micro that tells me excalibur is pretty confident that 25 inches wide is as narrow as they can go and i think that's fine really genevieve's crossbow is plenty small for any hunting application, in my opinion. I I maneuvered that thing in a blind in Maryland, not this past hunting season, but the season before that when she and I went to Maryland, shot a doe at 40 yards with that tiny little crossbow, and I was really impressed. That was a big factor in me looking to upgrade, right? If you go back and watch that video, that was a big part of that story, which will be part of that book for next year. Pretty cool, huh? So those micro limbs, those narrower limbs, that's 25 is... Pretty impressive, especially for me coming from 36 when the 36-inch wide limbs really wouldn't even fit in that blind that we were in. That was kind of a neat story. But it's interesting that they didn't release a matrix width crossbow this year. They still sell some, but it looks as though the micro is the focus going forward, that they are confident they can make successful micro series crossbows that they can make them so that they're shooting safe and not blowing up limbs and all that jazz going forward in the long term. They are kind of replacing the Matrix line with the Micros. So this might be the future of Excalibur, that Micro series. Remember the beloved Matrix 380. There are people, there are users on all over the internet, people that, and actually some good friends of Bungie who use 380s, the Matrix 380s. That was a, that's one of the high-end 
the pinnacle of Excalibur crossbow development. A lot of people consider that Matrix 380 to be one of their best models ever. And that Matrix line, a lot of people consider it to be the best of Excalibur, right? A compromise between small but strong. Pretty cool. The Micro 380 is a step on Excalibur's part, in my opinion, moving in a direction of making that the premier line of Excalibur crossbows. Let's look at this 380. What does this Micro 380 have? It is a uh, 380 feet per second, again, shooting a, a uh, 350 grain arrow. That's pretty good, okay? I don't think that's a problem. That's, uh, you know, that's a kind of a modern speed because if you put a 400 grain arrow on there, put a 150 grain broadhead on it, I'd say you're still over 350. I consider the modern era of crossbows to be shooting 400 grain arrows somewhere between 350 and 450. That's what I've been talking about loosely defining it as this last year or so. I know that there are crossbows way faster than that, right? But those are still, to me, to me, kind of the experimental crossbows. Like, I want people to go out there and buy the 505 and go out there and buy the R500, but I don't want to be the guy that tests that, right? I'm not going to put my $3,000 on that. I'll wait till that's been around a few years and then look into something like that maybe. Right now, I'm looking to be in a time-tested 350 to 450 range. Those are pretty good solid models from each manufacturer. And so the 380, that keeps you in that range, the bottom end of that range, but we're talking about recurve crossbows, so we're going to be in the bottom end of that range most likely anyway. But there are some upgrades on this as well. This crossbow has, it still shoots the 16.5-inch arrows, like the Micro Series, which actually brings up another interesting point. Does this mean if we're getting rid of the Matrix line, eventually the 18-inch Diablos are going away? I always looked at the 18 inch Diablos. That's Excalibur has 20 inch arrows like the original Bungie, right? The Axion. Those 36 inch wide crossbows use the 20 inch arrows. The Matrix series used an 18 inch arrow and the Micros use a 16 and a half. I always looked at the 18 inch arrows as like the redheaded stepchild, so to speak, of the Excalibur line, especially when it came to arrows. It's like 18 inches, not 20 and it's not 16 and a half. It's not the short ones. It's not the long ones. It's kind of in the middle. I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't know if it means anything. Also, I noticed that there's no takedowns on their new models at all. They still sell a few takedowns, but they didn't make any new ones. So are we seeing the end of the Matrix line and the end of the takedown model? Maybe we are. This Micro 380, however, does have a new series of limbs on it that were previously only available on their more expensive models like the 400 Assassin and the 400 Suppressor, those faster, more flagship style models. The Micro 380 has the high output express limbs. Now, I guess what this is, it's 100% uncut continuous fiber going the entire length of the limb instead of having like short pieces of fiber all glued together, if that makes any sense. That's supposed to make them stronger. They're high output express limbs. It makes them stronger, but it makes them able to put out more power as well. High output, right? So it should improve limb life, but also make them more powerful, which is interesting because this one shoots 380 feet per second, but with a shorter power stroke. Now, unfortunately, I'm able to find out it's a shorter power stroke 
but no one has measured that power stroke and placed that number on the internet yet, okay? That's Excalibur's job. The power stroke should be in every, in the specs. You, cl you click on specs and it should tell you the power stroke and the draw weight. We don't get that with this crossbow. I don't know the draw weight on this and I don't know the power stroke. Thank you, Excalibur. I really don't know an awful lot about this crossbow, right? I'm talking more about what this crossbow means for the rest of the line than I am about this crossbow. <sighs> Excalibur. I mean, and that's the thing. They're shying away from the actual statistics, the actual specifications. It's almost as if they're saying, and I don't like this. They're like saying, look, let us worry about the specifics. You just shoot the crossbow. How about that? Right? I don't like that. I don't like that. But this new crossbow, the Micro 380, does include a new anti-dry fire system. I don't even have an anti-dry fire system on the original Bungie and never needed one, right? Well, I did need one. I dry fired it five times. What am I saying? But I lived without it. Let's put it that way. Okay? Let's, let's say that. Ceasefire technology is what they're calling the new dry fire. I think that they have anti-dry fire system. Again, we're focusing on that, but the new knocks, the problem for me is I don't think you can get a Luminoc for that yet, and that's a deal breaker for me. I have to have a Luminoc on a crossbow. I can't shoot without one. I can't even shoot targets without Luminocs. I can't see where the arrow landed. I've got to go, you know, I can watch it through the scope if I've got a Luminoc. I can see it through the air, and I can see it hit, and I can see if I made a good shot or not, right? And you get immediate feedback with that lighted knock. Without it, I got to go get the binoculars and look through the binoculars and see where the where I hit at sixty yards. I don't want to be doing that, right? I want that Luminoc lit up downrange, telling me what I what went on, what happened. Another thing I'm not real happy about with this new crossbow is it has the new trigger from Excalibur, which is a two stage trigger. They refer to it as a match grade trigger. It is a two stage trigger. Now, I don't know everything about match grade, and I don't know everything about two stage triggers. Because I'm a crossbow hunter. I'm not a crossbow shooter. I'm not a crossbow target shooter. I really don't even like shooting at targets. I like hunting with a crossbow. I shoot at a target to sight it in, and then I hunt with it. I need a crossbow that does that. A two-stage trigger, basically you pull it back and then you hit a wall where it's holding. And if you pull it back further, that's when it'll fire. There's two stages to it, I guess. I just want to pull it back and it shoots the same every time. I don't even care if it's a long pull like the Raven trigger that I'm that we tested last year, which was way too long for me and I didn't really care for it. But you get used to those things. I don't care if it's like the Scorpion or Bungie triggers, which to me are the same thing. I don't see any difference between them. They both brag about how great their triggers are. I guess they are good. They both suit me just fine. I don't have any problem with either one of them. But I like to pull the trigger and shoot, not pull the trigger and wait and think about it, and then shoot. I don't want to do that. Fortunately, I read in a separate article that this can be adjusted to a one-stage trigger. I shouldn't have to do it. That seems to me to be what the manufacturer should be doing. But my real complaint here is that we're getting away from the hunting aspect, aren't we? We're getting into the competitive shooting realm again. we got a tactical crossbow, not necessarily a hunting crossbow, a new tactical crossbow from Excalibur. And now we have the Micro 380, which is almost going to be a flagship crossbow. This is a sweet crossbow on the specs, as I'll continue to talk about that. We're almost done with this, but I, I got a little bit more I want to tell you about it and how impressed I am with it. But why are you putting a two-stage trigger on it? It's to accommodate folks who want to shoot in the backyard. Now, I think it's wonderful that people want to shoot in the backyard if that's what you want to do, but we're getting away from... Excalibur's 
real purpose and value, which is the hunting. So that to me is a suggestion that they're going in a direction to accommodate a wider group of folks, not just crossbow hunters, but other people. And that will deteriorate the quality of the hunting. If your focus is 100% on hunting, you make a really good hunting crossbow. If you're trying to market to both groups, you're going to water it down for both groups, aren't you? You know what I mean? If that makes any sense. The fact that you have to use a special uncocking device kind of goes in that direction as well. We've got a crossbow that's great for hunting, but now, see, in the backyard, you don't have to decock. In the backyard, you cock it, shoot it, cock it, shoot it, cock it, shoot it. In the tree stand, you cock it, you sit there for a while, and if you don't shoot it, you got to de decock it. You can carry a decocking arrow, which is what I'm forced to do with the slick black Cadillac Mungie 3.0, but that's really not Excalibur's claim to fame now, is it? With Excalibur's claim to fame, I take the arrow out and I decock it with a rope. Or Genevieve would decock it with her crank. Now, Excalibur users kind of have to carry a decocking arrow. Wow. Isn't that like one of the big selling points of Excalibur, that you don't have to carry that? I mean, I, I'm thinking back 12, 13, 14 years ago when I started looking at crossbows. That was, they were the only ones you could decock back in the day. You had to have a recurve to decock it. And now we've lost that. That's not a step in the right direction. There's some special gadget you can put on there that'll address the anti-dry fire, the cease fire technology. And there's some little gadget you can put on there that will address the little ball that sticks down, all that stuff. The problem with that is now we've got to carry that extra equipment. If you don't have it, you're stuck shooting a decocking arrow or you're stuck wasting one of your arrows, blah, blah, blah. These are just things that we shouldn't have to think about as Excalibur fans, right? I mean, so this is a problem for me. However, I do want to say this. 380 feet per second on a crossbow, that's kind of bare bones otherwise. It's got these little things you got to wonder about and think about, like what knock we're going to use that's lighted. We've got to worry about the decocking and all that sort of thing. Nonetheless, this is a crossbow based on the initial reviews that you can rope cock and still shoot 350 feet per second plus with a 400 grain arrow. You might be able to shoot 360 with it. I'd have to test it, make sure. But if you can shoot a competent hunting weight arrow over 350 feet per second and rope cock that crossbow and have a smaller crossbow that's only 25 inches wide and, and have limbs that are high output and a little bit stronger, aren't being pulled back as far because it's got a shorter power stroke, or at least on paper, nobody will tell us what that number is. It's got the mystery power stroke, but you have that shorter power stroke. This is a really attractive crossbow, isn't it? This really is an attractive crossbow. That's got a lot of, this is what we've been waiting for. And all the other stuff aside, right? The, the little questions that I brought up here, but all those other things aside, this offers some stuff that makes this the Excalibur crossbow that we have been waiting for. That's pretty cool. That's pretty exciting. So there is one really interesting thing. I got cat hair all over my tablet. I got to go get ready for work. But nonetheless, making the best out of this podcast that we possibly can, I want to leave you on a very positive note because Death by Bungie is not about bashing 
equipment. No, it's not about negative stuff. It's about good stuff. It's about inspiring you to be a better crossbow hunter. It's about inspiring you to evolve as a crossbow hunter, right? I guess that's what it's about. I don't know. That's a good thing. I did read one article on this crossbow. Somebody who had it in his hands and was shooting it. He referred to this as the best micro crossbow that Excalibur has ever produced. Wow. This is somebody who has a history with uh, Excaliburs based on what I was reading. That's a pretty big statement because they've released a lot of micros, the 350s, the 335s, the takedowns, right? The assassins, they've got all kinds of micros. The micros have spanned the entire catalog of Excalibur from the slowest to the fastest. And this one, somebody who had it in his hands referred to it as the best one of all of those. That's a step in the right direction. When your new model is the best one you put out, that's pretty good, especially when it looks like when it looks like the micro series is here to stay and the other ones are going away. That rhymed. I didn't even intend for it to rhyme. That's pretty cool. But we'll leave on that note. It's a positive note. I'm going to finish my coffee. I'm going to get ready to go to work. I hope you have a fantastic rest of the day or night whenever you're listening to this. And until next time, all hail Bungie.